Keep up with local news and events. Rich Larson hosts a daily newscast Monday through Friday, as well as updates and other community news. And it's free. Stop by KYMNRadio.net frequently and look for updates on our Facebook page for news stories and community events. KYMN Radio is 95.1 The One. Locally owned, independently programmed, 95.1 The One. It's 721. We have uh, sunny skies on a Friday morning. Beautiful Friday morning. A little bit cool. It's girls' night out. Uh, and it's also a continuation of the legislative session. As we have uh, our state representative for District 20B, Todd Lippert, uh, joining us right now. Representative Lippert, thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning. Always glad to be here. Boy, it's a big day today because we have uh, fewer restrictions uh, in place than we had yesterday. Why don't we start off by talking about the governor? You know, he's been working on a, a plan to get us off all the uh, uh, restrictions that we're on right now due to the pandemic. And uh, yesterday he took uh, some more steps and lined out a few more steps. Uh, that's right. We had a, a big uh, opening of the dial yesterday. And it's exciting to it's exciting to me talk about that talking about that we've had a really hard year and we've been talking about uh, rolling back the dial um, uh, many times but this time we've had a, a big opening of the dial and there are two big reasons for that you know one is uh, Minnesotans have worked really hard and we've done very very well as a state and the other reason is uh, the leadership of the Waltz administration has been very important through this too so in um, Minnesota, we've been, you know, at the top of the nation in, in uh, vaccine efficiency and rollout uh, for for many months. That's been really key. We have the second highest number of tests in the Midwest, uh, second fewest cases, and the fewest uh, deaths uh, per population in the Midwest too. We so there. Are uh, benchmarks that we perform very, very well. And this uh, has allowed us to get to this point. And a key thing that's happened, um, as the uh, variants have uh, emerged from COVID and, and have uh, started spreading in Minnesota, uh, we've been able to hold back a feared third spike by getting the vaccines out and getting um, those vaccines in a Minnesotan's arm as quickly as possible. So we have uh, 90% of Minnesotans over 65 have a dose of vaccine. Um, 83% have the full cycle, full, uh, you know, both doses. So uh, we've really done a great job with that. So, and now the path forward for our state is really continuing to get vaccinated. We need to get 70% of Minnesotans vaccinated as quickly as possible. We think we can uh, do that by July 1st, if not faster. I'm getting my second vaccine this afternoon. All right. Uh, so I'm, I'm uh, excited about that. And we'll just encourage everyone to uh, get the vaccine if you haven't. Encourage friends, neighbors, family who uh, they are you know, a little hesitant. Encourage them to get the vaccine. Uh, it's, it's easy. You can sign up um, the vaccine locator uh, website that the state has. I uh, did that. I also called the Northfield Hospital, got on their waiting list, um, and um, you know, we, we just need to get Minnesotans vaccinated. That's our path forward. Yeah, and, and folks, if you're interested in getting vaccinated and you haven't yet, uh, do those things. And things pop up as well. You know, you might be able to just uh, hear something on the radio one day and go down and get a shot the same day. We've had a couple of instances like that. So it's really readily available. 
right now. Yeah, it is. We have we have the doses. Uh, we just need to, uh, people to sign up. So listen to KYMN. Stay mm-hmm. uh, informed, and you'll have your opportunities. Um, but uh, the sooner we can get to 70%, the sooner the mask mandate uh, goes away. And um, so it's, it's exciting to think about uh, the possibilities this summer um, as we you know, move through these three stages of the re- loosening of, re- of restrictions. Oh, boy, it has been a long year plus. Yeah, a little uh, exhale, yeah. Uh, exhale here in the studio and across Minnesota this morning. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about the budget. We have 10 days left in the legislative session, 10 or 11 days left. Uh, uh, it uh, doesn't, you know, this... For the average person, unless you really look for the news, there's not a whole lot coming out. It seems like there's a whole lot going on behind the scenes that um, people are trying to keep behind the scenes, and maybe that's where it belongs. <laughs> but for, for, <laughs> but from from your vantage point, you're, we'll get to your conference committees. You've been uh, involved and engaged in this, but from your vantage point is... Optimism, uh, 10 days from now, will we have a budget deal in place? So um, I think we're, we're at the very beginning of this final stage. And, um, you know, I'm not privy to the conversations that the, the, that's happening at the leadership level. Um, my sense of things right now is that we knew that budget conversations were going to be hard. And they are. Um, and as I've been in conference committee and uh, talking with my colleagues, uh, you know that's been a that's been a shared perspective. This is, uh, you know, these are difficult conversations. So, uh, as the House DFL, we've moved into uh, the budget uh, negotiations with a with a budget that's really focused on the needs of of struggling Minnesotans. Uh, we really want Minnesota to work for everyone. Everyone, we want people to be able to recover from COVID and get back to a, a normal that's really working better for everyone. And we have a budget that reflects that. Um, our concern is that um, Senate Republicans are their policy is really just defending the wealthiest Minnesotans, the largest corporations, rather than the rest of us. Uh, yesterday, I was talking with some teachers from Northfield, from Farmington, and they were talking about their year, how hard it's been, uh, how morale is low. They're worried about the profession, worried about losing teachers. Some teachers in Farmington have gotten pink slips, like which is just you know really hard right now with uh, so much that's happened in schools. Uh, according to what I was told, it hasn't happened in the Northfield district, but there's concern about uh, cuts that may be coming unless funding changes. We need to fund schools. Um, in a way that keeps up with inflation. And uh, in the House DFL, we have a plan to do that by asking those making over a million dollars to pay 1% more, asking the largest corporations to pay their fair share. That helps us get to a place where we're funding our schools, which is what we need for all of us. It's foundational for our communities, our state, for the future of our children to um, be a state that's inviting to people moving here, wanting to establish themselves and their families. Um, and you know, this is the conversation we're having across state budget, uh, state budget right now. Um, are we going to have a budget that's good for all Minnesotans or not? State Representative Todd Lippert is uh, with us right now. We're talking about what's going on in the uh, legislative session. You are on the uh, Agriculture Conference Committee. We talked a little bit about that last week. Has that been uh, taking up a lot of your time? Is a lot of meetings g- going on with that? Yes, it has been. So, um, 
I have conference committee uh, for half the day, either in the morning or the afternoon, and then um, and we have conversations in conference committee, and then and then the uh, the rest of the day is spent uh, working out some details on on different proposals. I've been having lots of conversations about farmer lender mediation, trying to get some deals on that, um, and other proposals of mine that are in other conference committee areas, just trying to work things out. So that's that's really the work right now. Uh, I feel like we've been having productive conversations in the agriculture committee uh, for the most part, so I've been, been encouraged there. Um, some people talk about this as kind of the puffing up stage of the of the budget negotiations. Um, you know, so I've been following the Environment Committee closely. Uh, Republican Senate lead said there's going to be no deal unless clean cars is is like taken off the table. He's not going to fund the DNR, the state parks, uh, Bowser, unless you know clean cars is is eliminated. This is what we need ba- for Bowser. So uh, board of wa- uh, board of water and soil resources. Okay. So like so like. <laughs> Fundamental agencies, uh, you know, Department of Natural Resources, fundamental agencies for the environment, um, that the budget won't be funded unless that's taken out. Well, uh, clean cars is is the most important thing we can do to reduce transportation emissions in, uh, uh, reduce emissions in the transportation sector. Make start meeting our climate goals. It, uh, fourteen other states have done this. It allow more electric vehicles to come into Minnesota. Um, it's something important for us to do as well. How, how did that work its way into the ag bill? So that's uh, in the environment. Sorry, that's in the environmental yeah, bill. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of moved from one conference committee to <laughs> okay. the other. Makes uh, a my focus more sense. is in in many places, um, but uh, you know I think it's there are uh, kind of positions that are being staked out right now uh, that don't feel that reasonable, mm-hmm. and hopefully uh, as we move into this next week we're hoping we can get some targets and then things can move pretty quickly and we'll get to a deal from the uh, standpoint of sheer dollars uh total a versus total b are you pretty far apart on that as just how much of those dollars is spent are you pretty wide apart on the amount of dollars we should spend either on agriculture or on the environment so i think uh on on agriculture and the environment, um, we're not all that far apart on dollars. I think, and, and as far as the budget as a whole, I don't think we're all that far apart on dollars. Um, big questions are, um, you know, how is the federal money coming in going to be used? Are we going to be funding what we need as a state uh, long term uh, or not? Mm-hmm. And, you know, exactly what, is that, what does that vision look like and who's, uh, how many Minnesotans are benefiting uh, from the decisions are, we're making. These are the these are the big uh, questions we're sorting through. All right. You have 10 days left. Let's talk about uh, what's uh, what the schedule is looking like over the weekend. Do you get some time over the weekend, or will you be uh, in St. Paul the I, whole time? Uh, I expect uh, we'll be, uh, there will be a lot of work happening over the weekend. Uh, it won't be... Uh, I won't have meetings scheduled, but I uh, know I'll have uh, calls that, that I'll be receiving, getting, you know, making to other legislators. As we move into next week, um, where the big thing that needs to come in is, is uh, targets from the leaders. They set the how much we're going to spend, mm-hmm. get to some sort of global deal. Once that happens, we can move quite quickly. Um, but uh, the later that happens, uh, the more difficult it'll be for us to get done by the 17th.
All right. Once again, uh, State Representative Todd Lippert is with us. I guess one last question is uh, the government or the governor's uh, easing of the restrictions yesterday. Does that have any uh, effect on the way the legislature meets? Uh, you have been doing a lot of Zoom meetings or, you know, every other senator or representative there, you, you empty rooms and such. Are you all able to meet in session now? So um, I expect that we will still um, be meeting uh, remotely, mm-hmm. uh, or we'll have that option available to us through the end of session. Um, but uh, yes, that will the easing of these restrictions will impact um, how we're meeting going forward. And um, you know whether it if we uh, don't get done on time and move into special session, things may may change in exactly how we function. Uh, but hopefully, uh, we're getting done on time. All right. Well, I, I like the optimism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, best of luck getting that second shot today. Not Thanks. that you need luck. Uh, it's a pretty easy thing. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm ready. You know, I was just really impressed uh, a few weeks ago when I was at the hospital, um, just the number of people there, the efficiency, how they're moving people through, and really grateful for uh, the work that's happening there and across the state to get so many Minnesotans vaccinated. It's just, it's an amazing effort. So many people are involved, and, you know, I don't think we can, we can thank our healthcare workers and others enough right now. Yeah, I went through the Northfield Hospital as well. Extremely impressed with everything that happened there. It was so easy. Uh, I've heard stories about other people going to different places and having it not be as, uh, I guess, efficient as the Northfield Hospital. Right. They have uh, they have really stood out. Yeah, and the, um, you know they have make sure that people have help getting in and out of their cars. Like, it just feels like they've thought of everything, yeah. and it makes a big difference. Absolutely. Representative Lippert, thank you so much for coming in today. Um, Best of luck with that shot. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to it. All right. State Representative Todd Lippert, you're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield, streaming online at kymnradio.net. Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. Take us with you anywhere and download the TuneIn app for your computer or smartphone and listen to us live whenever and wherever you want.